creepy campfire. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. Freak out! That's not reassuring. Get freaked out. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Oh yeah! Ah! Jordan. Jordan, what happened? What just happened? Where are we? There was a purple light. And we felt like we fell for a really long time. It's purple? I didn't really get a sense of color. No? It was purple. That was crazy, though. Where? Whoa. Whoa. Where are we? Look over there. See that tree trunk? Yeah. Yeah, it's moving. Jordan. Jordan, that's a dinosaur. Dude. What happened? What? Oh, my God. Squanch, what did you do? Squatch, did you did you open a time rift again? This is where my you? socks are going. You're giving them to the dinosaurs who can't even fit them. Their their feet are too big, Squatch. I look. I know you're trying to do a nice thing and 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 keep their feet warm, but Velociraptor's toes, Jordan. You got him doing your household chores, Ryan. Look at the Velociraptor's toes. They're too big. Your socks don't work? No? No. They just stab right through, man. I don't... All right, well... Okay. I guess Squatch has to take a little while before he can do another time riff. Okay. Because it wears him out like Baby Yoda. So we're stuck here? (laughs) Like Baby Yoda. So... (laughs) He's a sleepy baby. I guess while we kill some time in the Jurassic, or Cretaceous, whatever period we're in... (laughs) I used to know all those. Crustaceous. I was all about the dinosaurs, but I guess while we're waiting for him to charge back up, mm-hmm. we might as well do a little episode. It's like a big hairy battery. <laughs> big hairy battery. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Okay. All right, well, Jordan, do you have anything tucked away for a quick episode we can do while we're stuck here? Oh, while we're here. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I guess it, it suits. We might actually find one while we're here because it's, it's about a plesiosaurus are we in loch ness we are not in loch ness are we in lake champlain champlain yeah, no what is york. that yeah it's a big lake in new york Ooh, rumored to have another one rumored to have another one. Ooh, okay okay we're gonna have to look into that next time well where are we then if we're not in, in... well we were in oregon oh until a minute ago what um actually i've been I've been binge watching uh, a show called Gravity Falls per my coworker's request. Oh yeah, that's on. on speaking of Baby Yoda, that's on Disney Plus, right? I don't know. Is it on Disney Plus? I know it's a Disney XD show. Then yeah, it is. So it would make sense. I don't know. We've been watching it on Hulu, um, but it's so good, and I think you would enjoy it. It's almost all about uh, Oregon, and like a like just every episode is another myth or legend that they encounter like every episode it's it's right up our alley you enjoy it but that gave me the idea to check out what if like anything in the show was real or not which not really (laughs) um oh you mean like if uh like if they were alluding to something right like real life quote real but at least the story or Mm -hmm. myth itself is real yeah okay okay but they were pretty pretty original with most of their stuff so it seemed um the show was original dang it's good that's really good. But that gave me the idea to look into some some local lore in Oregon. And um, I came across a guy named Colossal Claude. Does, uh, is he part of the Marvel Universe? Because uh, he sounds like it. No. <laughs> no, he has no superpowers. Um, I mean, what's he doing not, on this show? <laughs> not known. He is, like, super cool. That's all. He's okay. just super cool looking, I think. I'll show you a picture. So wait, what's the Colossus what? Colossal Claude. Colossal Claude. Claude okay. is his name. Yeah, okay. he is colossal. Uh, although, some for some reason, I, in some of the readings I was coming across, people were also calling him Monster Marvin. Hmm. 
but that was less referred to but it was just something to throw in there okay okay it's rumored to be a plesiosaurus okay and like what you like you said the only comparisons to that would be as as of known known entities would be like what loch ness and do you know what the name of the thing in the champlain champy champy yeah cute that's cool I didn't even. I'm surprised that didn't come. That didn't come up when I was looking. For Pretty much every stuff. gigantic lake has that legend now. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's a little annoying because it's like be original, but who knows? Who knows? Okay. Well, like there's that. just like a giant. There's one plesiosaur to every large right. body of water. Everybody, it's one. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I got share. I, mean, I guess if a lot of them do have it. It, and it's like a similar environment then you get more credence to there being a possible population and stuff but i don't know somebody's I, really fighting for the population of plesiosaurs it's Sources. always a story that i've loved but had a real hard time believing because i spent a lot of time on lakes fishing like mm-hmm. a lot of time so i was like oh man it'd be, it's scary but cool to see something you can't really explain but and a lot of these lakes were made from glaciers mm-hmm. and were never touched by the ocean. So the, the time periods doesn't match up for it to be a plesiosaur. It froze up inside of it, okay? I guess. And it melted out just fine. Thawed out like you. You know, you pop it in the fridge and he mm-hmm. comes down slow. <laughs> Fins first. Fins first. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's always one that I've wanted like please be real but i understand the facts are against me on this one but yeah they may be against us both but we'll see <laughs> we'll see so so colossal claude colossal claude aka monster marvin now you said oregon uh-huh. where, where are we at in oregon we're looking we're looking around the mouth of the columbia river columbia river yeah okay okay a river i mean that river's mm-hmm. lead. so leads out to it mm-hmm. okay okay we're already stomping what i've said in the face so let's keep going yeah yeah you know <laughs> that's not to say that you know we don't have questions but we always got questions so yeah um we start off around the mouth of the columbia river uh which is actually a very dangerous place uh, the bar is so deadly it's been dubbed the graveyard of the pacific like the big sandbar. Um, hundreds of ships have wrecked there um, over the years, thanks to the extreme force of the river mixing with tumultuous ocean waves. Um, add in gale force winds and incessantly shifting sandbars, then it's it's crazy in there. Um, I've never thought about a sandbar shifting, but it, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, I guess maybe if it's out there in the ocean and stuff like that, as opposed to... Well, I mean, it's just a sand mound, so if... I mean, I guess it makes sense if you got a strong enough tide, it just mm-hmm. shifts the sand else and you got a different flows. mound, different sandbar. Yeah. But that's, a, um, that's a bummer for, for a I, Yeah, I don't know how fishing would be over there. Well, it's, man, people make a lot of money doing it over there. It's true. So good as Maybe long as you don't die. I don't know. I know orcas also fish there. It's a big It's a big spot for, uh, for orcas? some of the larger, some of the larger uh, water life. Okay. Um, they frequent they frequent it to feast on salmon. Uh, great white sharks cruise the coastline hunting seals. Okay, uh, humpback whales have been spotted also fourteen miles inland. Inland, um, yeah, near the near the Astoria Megler Bridge crossing the Columbia River. So this this river is no joke. No, it's huge. <laughs> okay, this this isn't like a this, this is by no means a small river. This is deep enough to to carry whales through to and to hopefully hold a. Uh, Colossus, yeah, because um, it's also rumored to be home to Colossal Clod. Mm. All right, before we go any farther into this, Jordan, I gotta say I'm pretty surprised you picked a cryptid. I think this is your first cryptid, isn't it? Besides, I feel like it might be. I think it is because we've gone, we've gone, you know, kind of and like double teamed some of the um, the smaller the uh, local legends the the urban legends episodes mm-hmm. which are sometimes not necessarily cryptids but creatures but this might be my only specific like beast or monster specific one yeah, so your far first deep cryptid. dive on a cryptid yeah so i'm excited to see what about colossus intrigued you enough to do an episode about it because it must be pretty substantial i thought it was well i mean again i you know i went 
wavelengths. I was like, Oregon, okay, check that stuff out. As soon as I saw a picture of the thing, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm doing that. All right, all right. So I'll, we'll get the description in first, and then I'll uh, show you a couple of pictures. Um, uh, so Colossal Claude has been described as being about 40 feet long, including about an eight-foot-long neck. Uh, its body is said to be uh, round, but uh, like ending in a tail, kind of all in one swift shape. Uh, some people believe the creature believe the creature resembles a plesiosaur, comparing it to Loch Ness. And the first sighting was in 1934, so a ways back. Okay. By an L.A. Larson, Mr. L.A. Larson. Okay. He was uh, aboard the Columbia River lightship. He was a mate on board, and he saw an animal at the mouth of the river. Crew member studied it mate. for. Hmm? He was a mate. A mate. A mate. What, what a position mate. is a mate? I don't really know. I feel, okay. Shipmate. Uh, we we got to find out. I think just a. I think we owe it to the audience to find out what. A what, fancy word for crew member? <laughs> Probably just crew member. Uh, you know, but we have to know for sure. Uh, Any clout to that position? Any rank? Doesn't say first mate. A mate is responsible for the safety and security of the ship as well as the welfare of the crew on board. Oh, so there you a go. little higher. Well, I guess that makes sense because you got like first mate. Mm-hmm. So he's just mate. So he's a supervisor, but he's not like the manager. Making sure things are good on the distant shores. So he's, he's got a little responsibility. Everything's clear. So don't ever let anyone tell you you didn't learn anything on the show. <laughs> mate. <laughs> um,. Okay, so crew members once uh, once they caught once they um, he he called everybody over to to try to check it out and they hey, were start they started looking the through it through binoculars at it starting starting to look at it and they they also claimed it was about forty feet long um, it had a neck some eight feet long a big round body and a mean looking tail with an evil snaky look to its head. Aye, it was a mean looking tail. Yeah, right. I've heard I've heard a cross between like a horse and a snake for the head, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's those two very different things. But well, I mean, that kind of makes sense because I mean, they both have a. It's both long, mm-hmm. like a long face, but not super skinny like a dog face, but long and um, oblong. I mean, snake I could see, with like current depictions of. A plesiosaur or whatever, Loch Ness. Um, I could see like snake-like feature- features in that, especially with the long neck and then like a little mm-hmm. bulbous head, I guess. But well, imagine a horse with no ears. Yeah, and it makes a little more a little sense. More rounded, I feel like and a little more, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the name of the episode, by the way. Horse with no ears. <laughs> a horse with no ears. <laughs> Man with no name. Uh, okay. So um, after a while, they asked for permission to lower to lower a boat and go after it, but ballsy. Uh, off, what ballsy? But yeah, right. Yeah, let's go check that thing out. <laughs> but officers on board uh, discouraged the plan for fear that that the thing would come and swamp the boat. Um, having a job on board a ship, at least on the Columbia River back then, was not an easy task. Um, it was it entitled uh, tending the lights and radio beacon that guides steamers safely to and from the mouth of the Columbia River. And in 1934, not long before that Claude sighting, the one we just mentioned, um, the Oregonian, which I believe is just like a local local paper, mm-hmm. uh, reported that the ship's crew had successfully endured a month of dangerous storms, meaning that only one of the crew members snapped. Wait. So they said it was a success, a resounding success, because only one person went crazy. <laughs> um, All right. All right. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty rough. Right. They claim uh, he became insane, the newspaper wrote, and had to be tied up for safety until a lighthouse tender was able to creep close enough three days later to take him off and hustle him ashore when he could relax and quiet his nerves. Or where he could relax and quiet his nerves. So that was before that sighting. So they don't know if like there's potential that the guys might have gone through so much that could have all been uh, delusions of of a sort. Okay, fair to point out. But that's not you know. I don't feel like you get. I mean, maybe, but yeah. 
I, I don't know why I always do that. I always give like the second guesses to it right after I'm like, okay, so this is what it is. And then here's like how they, they say that it's probably not true. No, no but I think we'll it's good. I mean, it keeps you in perspective and doesn't let you get too much into La La Land without considering all the factors. So I, I think you're fine. Okay. Well, then we'll continue. Only if I say so. Right, Squatch? Right. <laughs> so other fishermen and crew of other vessels also saw the massive serpent, though. Um, as little as three years later, 1937, a troller docked in Astoria, and the skipper came ashore and reported seeing a long, hairy, tan-colored creature with the head of an overgrown, about 40 feet long, with a four-foot waist measure. Now we're throwing they... hair into the picture. Yeah, hair and an approximate hmm. width, hmm. four feet, which... Did, did he give a? Did he give? What was his Honestly, length again? Not that big, huh? What was the length that he gave on that one again? It said four feet, um, four foot waist measure. But he didn't give like it was forty feet long. No, that one he didn't okay. say. No, he said he said forty feet long, about forty okay. feet long with a four foot waist measure. So about okay. forty feet long and four feet around, I suppose. Okay. Which isn't that doesn't seem huge. Forty well, feet's really long. But that's what I, I, well, well, that's what I was wide. about to say. Is it seems pretty reasonable. The forty feet. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me let's see how long a norm. Do you have? Do you know how long a whale? Not typically. Hold on. Not off the top of my head. I also know that there's like such thing as colossal squid and stuff like that too. So, okay, so a blue whale is about eighty feet. Okay. So I feel like that's a reasonable, like still very large, mm-hmm. but a reasonable estimate. There's a creature out there that has a beat. So exactly, it's within reason. Yeah, so we're not talking something just god awful big. It's forty feet long. I feel like an eight foot long neck is pretty for the proportions. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and four feet wide might be a little skinny. Um, I'm looking at the table we're sitting at, and thinking like it's probably about the width of this table, which is still. It, it's wide enough for a big animal. A bit longer, yeah. But if you had to be sleek and maneuver through water, it's still, it's not like you're just this big fat bubble. Yeah. With a skinny neck. You're not a yeah. You know you're you're you'd still be agile. You're enough. not a whale with a little head up on top. <laughs> right. So okay, okay. But the, the hair though. So now there's hair. Oh, now there's hair. <laughs> We're just gonna add one bit of a tiny to this. Okay, Squatch. What do you know about hair? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you didn't comb it today. He knows the most about hair. <laughs> Too much. Um, local fishermen listening to uh, these people's tales nodded and said, yeah, it's Claude. Mm-hmm. Said one. Uh, marine biologists say Claude is probably a whale shark or some say, some form of elasmo branch. A whale shark. A whale shark. Or an elasmo <laughs> branch, which I um, forgot to look up for this, but I will right now. But a whale shark, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get the neck and head. You, I mean, I could see like you do the body and the size kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't get the signature long neck. It wouldn't be, yeah. There wouldn't be any like eight yeah. foot long nothing. Yeah, it would just be a really long. And you definitely wouldn't say significant hair. body. No. So because they're marine animals. <laughs> There's a couple marine animals that have hair, but not many, and they're all mammal- mammalian. Oh, okay. All well, I guess all creatures that have hair are mammalian, I think, but something like that. <laughs> I I went to look up Elasmo Elasmo bronchi. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a subclass of con chondrit. Oh my god, chondric thighs or cartilage cartilaginous fish. That's a lot of that's your vocab word take for the day. So they're saying that might have been this thing too. Yeah, which that were looks, in the branch, like in the family of that. Which looks like spot on of a whale shark. Pretty much whale, yeah. Lasmo bronchi. It's a fun. It's a fun thing to say. It's though. not the scientific name of a whale shark, is it? N- well, no. I guess what I think a lasmo bronchi is just like the subclass of whatever. That's I mean a subclass la- of the fish. You're looking at it. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't really tell me what <laughs> what it is. A fish with cartilage, I guess. No, no. If, well, if you click into the thing, it's it's a specific number of gills they have to have and things like that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh my god. 
pelvic fins. And pelvic fins? They create claspers <laughs> for the transverse sperm. Cool. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the wrong one for that. Probably not the way to respond to that. <laughs> but, um, again, don't let anyone tell you you didn't learn anything on the show. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what marine biologists were, were claiming. Um, but by then, the legend had overwhelmed such opinions, okay. like the legend of, of Colossal Claude. Uh, two years later, in 1939, the Argo, another fishing vessel, got up close and personal with Claude once more near the mouth of the Columbia. The mighty creature reared up, towering over the petrified crew, slamming back onto the water's surface with an almighty thud. But what did it rear up? I don't know. Like its head? This is the first time that I've heard of it doing anything physically. But like it, the only time, really. Imagine if you reared up swimming. your head and eight-foot-long neck and then smacked that on the ground like that. Smack! Like, <laughs> concussion much? Like I don't know if they scared it, but it was right there. It says that it didn't attack. That Claude did not attack. No. But mm-hmm. it watched the bemused crew calmly as it grew closer and closer, snatching a 20-pound halibut from the ship's lines. eating it right before their eyes okay chris anderson the ship's captain described the creature as having the head of a camel his fur was coarse and gray he had glassy eyes and a bent snout more fur and now we're talking a bent snout fur bent snout which is the first time where we've we've heard that no one else okay okay so it's like people keep adding to this description or having their own yeah which kind of led it lends a little bit. I mean, it does and it doesn't. When you, you, I mean, uh, you keep saying the same thing, or is it? Well, if you keep breaks? seeing the same thing, it absolutely does. But if you if people keep throwing different things in there, yeah, like like with Mothman, almost all of it was the same. Mm-hmm. But then you have uh, this for right now, where people keep putting another one on it and another thing on it and another thing. And what frustrates me is portions of all of it could be true. But because you muddled it with excessive things, now it it's all like, gets lost in the. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like because some things are absolutely not true, people throw the whole the whole baby with the bathwater. Yeah, and I'm like, if it didn't have fur, why did you have to say that it did? Because you saw a monster from the sea, that was enough. You didn't need to throw anything else on top of it. But you know what? Maybe it had fur, bent snout, a camel head though. Well, again, camel, camel or honestly, horse. camel head I see more than a, a horse head mm-hmm. as, as far as like a reptilian snake-like head. So I don't think that's too out of the, the, the range. Because horse head is huge still. Oh, but yeah. Well, I mean, I imagine a 40-foot thing would have a huge head either way. Yeah. So. I mean, I think I've seen like movies that were based on you know, the, the thought of or the depiction of... Mm-hmm. Ness like Loch Ness as well mm-hmm. I, like some kids movies that give it like a little horse head like it looks like a little horse head with like little yeah. antenna and stuff like that too mm-hmm. so they it gets painted so many ways yeah. um, in 1963 the Shell Oil Company um, during an oil search off uh, the Oregon coast recorded a videotape that shows a 15 foot animal with barnacled ridges swimming in eight, 180 feet of water you said 15-foot animal? 15-foot animal. Okay. Um, Possible offspring. That was the first That was the first place that I saw Marvin the, mon- Marvin the um, Monster Marvin mentioned. Okay. Uh, so I so for some reason, I thought it was like a different a different creature altogether. Okay. But then I saw things uh, calling them the same thing. Uh-huh. So I figured that's probably the, the case. Although it's kind of strange because in the pictures that the shell company took there's actually like they have these really long barnacles uh-huh. coming through the whole picture so it looks almost like like a long squid leg or like an octopus leg kind of thing uh-huh. which I wouldn't think would be on the bottom of a plesiosaur plesiosaurus because mm, yeah. they typically have what you would consider to be like the the waders right the paddles or whatever yeah um, so again you know what let me, let me show you some of these pictures yeah but yeah in the meantime it's it's kind of crazy how much lore Oregon has. It's kind of a hotbed. We'll have to circle back to it. All right. It's very... Uh... Wait, I don't remember anything about horns. Yeah, I think that that's like... 
somebody probably added that to it artist afterwards. Yeah. yeah, an artist rendition, but yeah, this is. I mean, it's very very Nessie like, except you get a little bit more of a um, uh, almost like crocodile like head to this one. Yeah, with much more of a serpentine body. Yeah, and a lot of other places will paint it as almost like a big seal with yeah. like a really bulbous body. Uh huh. But I got to show you the pictures of the uh, the shell. The shell. Um... And when did Shell take this video? 67. 67, okay. I gotta be honest. Or 63, I'm sorry. Video of that in the 60s still kind of impressive. 63, yeah. While he's looking that up, I just want to tell you people that I I got a chainsaw for Christmas (laughs) um, because I have a tree that I have to cut down on my my property. And um, it's just sitting here on the table because I wanted to show off my toy to Jordan. And it's it's real hard to not just take the chainsaw outside and cut something random because it's right there (laughs) but i'm just going to say that uh, we got it for for protection right squatch yeah you're right we got you for protection barney we got him for for, yeah he's he's perfect which we need i'm glad the chainsaw fell through us with us through the time rip (laughs) because i gotta tell you what would we be doing here if we didn't have some yeah building the fire um, okay, so they, they're kind of just really long. They almost look like jellyfish. That looks straight. Yeah, like jellyfish or octopus. Like Yeah, but they wanted it. They were saying that that was the same creature. Not octopus, squid. I'm sorry. I mean, it, they look like the same creature, but it, yeah, if you look at it, you can see, like you said, the barnacles. I can almost see them be sucker, like suckers on a on an octopus. Mm-hmm. Or, dang, I did it on, on a squid. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would think that that was actually that. They wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't seem like like why would those be have any place on a? Which remember in '63 too, we we hadn't discovered the the what's it, colossal or the giant squid Mm-mm. at those points. Um, whether Maybe or not an early sighting, whether or not they ever were in Oregon, I don't know. I, I think in the Antarctic is where the colossal was found, but God knows where all they traveled. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see some of these other ones. So if you go to that that wiki, the fan wiki or whatever, it should give you a pretty good depiction of the. Uh... Okay, and then there's this one here, which has it, and very very exactly what you would picture Nessie to be as, uh, like if Nessie and a, a sea lion kind of had a baby which one are you looking at yeah and the head on that does seem a little bit different than what i've what i've yeah, it's much more horse head like mm-hmm. like the descriptions and you get the, the, the layering of fur over it um my biggest problem was that is i don't think there's any anything that lives in the ocean full time that has fur like no matter where wherever cold it is you just get more fat you don't get fur the only things are like sea lions, mm-hmm. and they don't live entirely in the ocean. So. Yeah, they're they're out of the water a lot of the time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's good to see because we've gotten so many descriptions with this. It's good to see kind of what people are claiming. Right. Something something to just put them all together. Yeah. Because I feel like when you get so many descriptions thrown at you, um, you get one thing in your head, and then when you get more, you instead of cha- like you, you just keep trying to twist that original picture you had in your head and you can do it yourself which can get kind of hard to do and Mm -hmm. lost in the details so it's kind of nice to until you see something yeah 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 that was that was 63 that shell was over there and they they claim to have seen it um and then in 1967 peter cairns who describes himself in the oregonian as a portland writer of reasonable sobriety and credulity Credulity. I love that reasonable sobriety. It's like I'm drunk sometimes, but for the most part, I'm sober. But you can trust me. I I don't drink and drive. I'm I'm trustworthy guy. Reasonably sober. Reasonable. Uh, He said that for years it looked as though Colossal Claude would prove the state's chief competition for Scotland's legendary Loch Ness Monster. Noting that the creature was regularly seen by reputable witnesses, although there undoubtedly were some tall tales told about him too. Not that he, he didn't claim to see it at all, but he, he he's just saying he's just kind of writing about it and yeah, like there's been a lot of people 
whose word we can fairly well trust that well, a lot like what we say like, yeah here's a lot of people that have likely actually seen this thing mm-hmm. that's, and, that's all he's doing and as many people seeing it over here is like he was comparing it to uh Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Yeah, and he's like popularity. this is the closest thing to exactly yeah. what's that what's that party you, you smelling something good in jordan's bag over there what you smelling? I mean, we we've been over here, you know, with these dinosaurs stomping around for a while now. We're probably getting a little hungry. Jordan, why don't you bust out some of that Moses jerky for them? Which flavor? Oh man, I don't know. We got the original, the teriyaki, the pepper. There's so many to pick from. All right, you're too late. I'm, t- I'm picking pepper. Pepper's my favorite. All right, okay. give me the original then. But yeah, if you guys want to, you know, if you fall through a time riff and you get stuck amongst the dinosaurs for. An undetermined amount of time, and you, you start getting snack, hungry. You know, keep some Moses family jerky on you. And you know what? Because you listen to the show, we want to help you guys out, and we'll give you a discount for that jerky, so you can stay supplied for all your monster hunts. Jordan, what's what's the code they can get ten percent off with? So if you want your ten percent off on your Moses family jerky, you're gonna put in creepy ten. That's creepy. The word numbers ten, numbers one zero. But that creep, you got to make sure it's capitalized. That's right. That's right. Keep it specific. Creepy 10, number 10, capital C. Now, Jordan, Wolf, we're on a stakeout trying to trying to catch these ghosts late at night. We're getting a little tired. We need a little liquid pick-me-up. They got anything for that? You got to make sure you get some Moses family coffee. Okay. Okay. So they got you covered. Coffee and jerky. What else do you need? Coffee and jerky. Your right. perfect monster stakeout, you're covered. You got it. What else do you need? All right. Well, let's hook up Squatch with a little bit of that peppered, and then we'll get back to the episode. Get him some pepper. All right, so short break, guys. Okay. So, here's a problem. Um, Claude has disappeared. Oh. Uh, the once famous sea serpent hasn't shown up since the mid-1950s. Bummer. Uh, wait, Claude- wait, wait, wait. He's not showed up since the 50s, but I thought we saw something from Shell in the 60s. That's... They're... They're claiming that it's, it's I think the, the least verifiable the, one. Yeah, because okay. it also looks okay. like, you know, a jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he remains missing to this day. In fact, he hasn't been mentioned in the Oregonian since that 1967 report. Okay. Uh, no more sightings, no more tales. So, what was he? Hmm. What was it madness or a hoax or just misidentification? Hmm. Well, shoot, some of those were like pretty like up close and personal i know the guy seeing him take a fish off of their boat and eat it in front of him i would think is yeah. a pretty that's the obviously that one and then like when it rears up and smacks down god knows what it smacked down hopefully not its face yeah. I mean, that's what happened that's it's it rose up got spooked smacked its head down got a concussion and drowned he's just playing in the water and that's just, why we've just, never seen just, it again he's just playing in the water <laughs> You know, lapping it up. Just repeatedly getting brain damage is what he's doing. Bashing his head on the, on the waves. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Um, there are a couple things to consider, though. Oh, what, what should we consider, Jordan? So, um, I can't be sure, but there are some things to think about. The description of Claude having fur makes it seem as if the creature could be some kind of long-necked seal, if anything. Um, the waters of the Columbia are frigid, and but uh, marine mammals thrive, and marine mammals thrive there. Uh, it's teeming with fish and both seals and sea lions, and they all of those kinds of creatures make their home along the coastline. But it's too cold for a marine rep- reptile, which I would consider okay. probably a plesiosaurus to be. Yeah. I would assume that would be more reptilian than yeah. Which I mean, it, it could be its own species. Yeah, but either way, yeah. Re- regardless, reptiles in general are cold-blooded. But I mean, how do they know it's too cold for a marine reptile? Because there's not really that many marine reptiles now true. versus how there used to be. This is true. And there were a lot of very large marine reptiles prehistoric times. Mm-hmm. That and like the I know the deeper you go in the ocean, like the colder it gets. So and. I know a lot of those larger species lived at a little bit farther down depths. Yeah. Like whales and things like that will we'll, we'll dive too. So, I mean, I mean... Definitely some of the prehistoric bigger fish. They had to make it in that cold. Mm-hmm. Well, it might not be preferable, but that's why I'm just curious of like how they know that it's too cold for a marine reptile considering we don't have any right now. 
didn't state. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's just one of those weird things because, like, I can see it either way. Because mm-hmm. we could, I mean, there could have been a lot of marine reptiles around the equator because that worked best for them, and not as many more you go to the poles. But but you know, there are reptiles that thrive in water too. So it's like uh, at the yeah, and then at the same time, it's like we don't have a lot of fossil records mm-hmm. for marine prehistoric animals. Like I don't, I don't know. It's 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 a tricky one. Yeah. That being said, the idea of a plesiosaur on the Oregon coast is not uh, not not that outlandish. In 2003, paleontologists discovered um, a plesiosaur skull near Mitchell, Oregon. Win for the paleontologists. Right. I wanted to be one really bad. I, I'm, I'm surprised that they actually found a plesiosaur skull. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. So that right there makes me think like... Okay, like it's an option. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, so, they already found one in the area. This 25-foot-long reptile lived about 80 to 90 million years ago, mm-hmm. um, called the Tiger of the Crustaceous Seas. It was a top predator and powerful swimmer. 25 feet, eh? 25 feet long. 25. Okay. Yeah. So that's almost half what's been described. Mm-hmm. But there is a deep trench at the mouth of the Columbia. Mm-hmm. And it is possible that a similar creature could have survived and remained hidden. Mm-hmm. Except for rare sightings. Yeah. Potentially deeper out there, right where the river connects. Okay. A possibility. The skull Which, is what gives it the most credibility. In I, my, I in could my totally see somebody mis- like saying it's 40 feet and something's 25 feet. Oh, for sure. Like, I feel like once you hit like a 20 foot. Yeah, and how fast is this thing going? How fast are you going? Right. What angle how are you seeing away? it at? Yeah. How far is it? Yeah. Yeah, how foggy is it that day? Mm-hmm. How much of a fisherman's tale are you going to tell? Yeah, but it was this big. That's very the 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 plesiosaur skull. When when did did it say when they found it? The skull. Yeah, two thousand three. What if it was actually Claude's Claude skull? skull? That'd be really sad. <laughs> that would be so sad. <laughs> we found him. But now we know why he hasn't been around for the last 50 years. I didn't yeah. even think about that until you said it. Yep, that's that's what happened, that's... man. I'm telling you. He smacked his head down, knocked himself <laughs> out, drowned. <laughs> and that's what happened. No, so those fishermen actually got pissed when they took when he See, stole that fish and they killed him. They, they thought it, him. they thought what they were seeing was hair, and really it was like just that fibrous, gross material. Like you ever seen pictures of like beach whales? Mm-hmm. That's what it was because it was decaying. That, yeah. that, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, gross. <laughs> You're welcome. Gross. That's terrible. But we solved the mystery, guys. So uh, round up the mystery machine. And... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one one more little tidbit. Colossal Claude isn't the only sea monster in the Pacific Northwest. Tell me more. There's also Caddy, short for uh, Cad- Cadborosaurus, okay. like Cadbury egg, only Cadboro. <laughs> All right. A sea serpent allegedly living in Cadboro Bay in Greater Victoria in British Columbia. Then there is the Ogopogo. I feel like I've heard of that, but I don't remember what it is. I don't know where they get these names. <laughs> A similar creature in the Okanagan Lake in British Columbia. Okay. Dang, BC is rife with some sea creatures. Both Caddy and Ogopogo you are described... Can't. I can't say it. Are <laughs> described as having horse-like heads and long necks. Uh-huh. There have been over 300 reported sightings of Caddy, and the creature is often described as having an anterior and posterior flippers. Okay. Interestingly, a caddy-like creature has been found within the legends of indigenous people throughout the Pacific Northwest from Vancouver to Alaska, and the Inuit people put a picture of the creature on their canoes to keep it away. Mm. Do you think the people over at Lake Anjakuni did that too? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they didn't know well enough. I couldn't say that. Anjakuni. That's where they went. They just hopped on one and rode away. Yeah. That's how they disappeared. <laughs> that thing just pulled up on the shore and just... <laughs> What's up? Y'all call an Uber? You, I will take you where you need to go. <laughs> All kidding aside, though, I could see... It, it makes sense for a large... It, okay, if a large creature to live there, it, w- it makes sense for it to be in that area because Oregon, Washington, Alaska, that area is... It, there's a reason fishing is the industry it's known for. Yeah. Because it's just so abundant with it. And from there, 
all the way across like it's it's just prime fishing part of mm-hmm. the world so obviously there's a big enough food supply there yeah that was a saint to sustain something like that um just i feel like it's i feel like it's about. definitely plausible this one mm-hmm. like especially them having found a skull mm-hmm. within within a number of miles of where they claim to have been seen mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know i wish i had a picture mm. i wish i had a picture of that skull but they didn't they didn't provide that um mm. wish i could have just seen that like the size that the size of that thing yeah because i'm sure you build out from there and you can mm-hmm. you can figure out why this thing was probably mm. huge well, that's crazy how they do that like i said i wanted to be a paleontologist for a while and i found out they would there's there's creatures they've had three bones for mm-hmm. and from those three bones they can get an idea of what the rest of that skeleton looks like put together a semi-accurate like, picture that? yeah it's crazy yeah so, you only need a little bit yeah reverse engineer mm-hmm. it's crazy like i think that like the t-rex like there's only i think maybe two complete mm-hmm. skeletons there's not many yeah but you'd think for all the digging that we've done we'd found Mm. have found some but go fossil fuels <laughs> <laughs> quick shout to sources oh yeah yeah let people know where where you found this and then they can do a little bit of diving themselves okay so i would find i i would say that the majority of my most informative information was off of um so monsters of the pnw the pacific pacific northwest if you google that um this is just a colossal clod by a melissa Owsley. um there was also quite a few others. There was um, it's it's myth.fandom.com slash wiki slash um, colossal clod. Um, there was crypto mundo and also uh, werewolves.com. That's the most official sounding website I've ever heard. Werewolves? <laughs> Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Jordan.com slash monster stories. We dragged people through this and they're gonna be like, Werewolves, this is a bunch of slash colossal clod. Um Well yeah, I mean, like I said, there's no there's no Wikipedia on it. Like there yeah. a colossal clod obviously isn't still nowhere near as big as um Well and also shout out the Oregonian, because you did find an article from the Oregonian. Yes. Well they uh, a lot of the, the my sources uh cited the Oregonian themselves. Okay because um, I think that they were the only ones in the time like reporting on it so gotcha. throughout the years okay okay but yeah that is that is Claude okay Cloud Cloud as he likes to be pronounced uh, tell me tell me do you how real do you feel do you feel like Claude is or was real I'm gonna say yes yeah you're going for it I'm gonna say yes like yeah. with a straight face, like you'd go home to your wife right now and be like, I think this thing you lived. Yeah, I don't, I might not have been a 40 foot thing. It might not have been a real day like that, but a, a plesiosaurus for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Um, it seems like they painted Claude a little bit different than most plesiosauruses are typically. If they were saying that like the flippers are more common on them and again, I don't know why honestly i don't know why the the um shell comp- gas company thing was is even like thrown in with this because yeah, I think it's just kind of an unexplained thing that's in the area in the similar area yeah so it's like maybe we're gonna throw this out there because literally just looks like you took a picture of a jellyfish though <laughs> or a squid like nothing nothing yeah but yeah um what do you think hmm what would you say i think I would buy it. I, th- I think I'll buy it. Um, I think it's definitely been exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll buy it. The ha- I don't know why, but the hair thing really throws me off. I think it's because I'm like, this can't be reptilian. I would say that what you, I would go back to what you were saying earlier, where like you know, some people get so, like, so, so many people throw so many things at the description of this thing that, like, it's believable up until it's not and yeah. there's just been so there's you know there's so We've much turned it into a grab info bag. out there yeah exactly yeah 
that you can't really tell what's real and what's not. Yeah. Because, I mean, there... Because even if there's bits of truth, it's made it really hard to wade through all of the yeah. bull. It, it's one of those things where it's like, it's either biologically, mm-hmm. it makes the most sense. It's either one of two ways. It's either a uh, prehistoric marine reptile yep. that's made it. Shout out. Good job. <laughs> or it's a, a marine mammal, much like a sea lion that either got some radiation or the pollution from the shell company (laughs) that's what they were doing there (laughs) mutated covering their tracks i don't know we just saw this crazy huge (laughs) thing no it wasn't right after an oil spill or or like or it you know it also evolved to to take this kind of a shape with an elongated neck Mm -hmm. uh which to my knowledge the only thing the only mammal with elongated neck that i can think of is a giraffe yeah um so like it's possible i mean giraffes do it so uh, but it, maybe it's a sea lion species we've not not discovered, and that would explain the hair. Sea lions have flippers, so it's not unreasonable for that. Um, same color hair, also. It might be the origin of all sea lions as we know it. The OG sea lion. The OG sea lion. OG triple OG. They've uh, just shrunk and fattened up from here. <laughs> So I, I, that's that's the two ways I feel like it went. It is either one the reptile that hung around, mm-hmm. green reptile that hung around, or maybe uh, like I said, it's a, a side species, subspecies of sea lion. Yeah. So one of those dinos that made it through. <laughs> Just like uh, well, there are those other fish, the really big um, sturgeon. Oh, sturgeon. Sturgeon are the closest living thing that we have to dinosaurs anymore. Like, just because of like their age and how little they've changed. Well, I mean, there's a because lot of there things, have been, though. Because there have literally been sturgeon. I mean, they were bigger back then, but there yeah. have literally been sturgeon since the dinosaur times. Yeah, it's they, like one of the only things we have left. Yeah, there's a few because you got those. I think uh, crocodiles. I think same way they've mm-hmm. not changed very much. Yeah, sharks. I think certain species of sharks they've not changed very much. Got a little smaller, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of crazy though. I just thought this one would be fun. Um, again, looking at Oregon gonna circle back to you probably pretty soon oh there's that's i mean that's that's squatch's vacation spot right yeah he's heading up there next week common misconception that that that's the end-all be-all myth of oregon because i think it's actually more of a washington thing i feel i think it's just the region well definitely northwest for sure but um i was looking into that because i was like looking at myth and lore for oregon and they were like all bigfoot yeah and they were like, oh, but you might not have heard of Colossal Claude. Because Bigfoot's more of a Washington thing. Right, so, right. But I don't know. Lots of trees, lots of forests. Northern, yeah. I mean, Northern California's got a ton, too. Lots of places for you to hide, Squatch. Right. Basically, from Sacramento all the way up, there's hella Squatch stories. <laughs> it's Squatchland. <laughs> Squatchland. Or Disneyland? Squatchland. Squatchland. <laughs> it's just the forest. Well, we got to calm down. Barney's going to get a little too excited. <laughs> That's his place to go. Get the yeah. We gotta we gotta keep him charging. We gotta get the hell out of here. Get the leaf flavored churros and <laughs> leaf flavored churros. You do not want to eat those churros, okay? Deep they have been tweets. dusted with not cinnamon sugar. No, 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 no. no. All right. That's not good. Well, this one comes to a close. I like it. I think it was fun. Yeah. Um, fun little cryptid i wish there was more on it mm-hmm. but um but i mean it's like some of the stories we've talked about i mean it's sometimes a shorter story is more believable because mm-hmm. it's like okay well yeah again I'm like honestly looking into this before i was like i know plus sources were a real thing and i was like how believable is this thing that might come close to it yeah well, a one-off creature you never really see and mm-hmm. if it is alive it's living deep and far away yeah it makes more sense you'd only have a a little blip of a time period where you'd see it yeah every so, so often i mean we say blip it was still what like roughly 30 30 40 years from the 30s to the 60s yeah so i mean it's still it's still a fair amount of time 30s like, to 50s technically a, a lifetime amount so if there was one creature that decided to make it his migratory path it's believable yeah so okay well, i think we'll wrap this one up guys before we go um oh we have something fun to do so if you have joined 
We 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 forgot to do it oh, yeah. on the last one. We told you if you joined our Instagram in the month of December when it was launched that we would do a drawing for a free T-shirt or mug of your. You can choose between them. Um, and guess what? We're going to do that drawing today. We're going to extend it to everybody that's that's joined up to to today. To today, mm-hmm. so you procrastinators can relax. But Jordan, let's let's do that drawing. Let's do it. We got a raffle going. We are up to fifteen followers. <laughs> Majority of them are family and friends. All right, Jordan. Since you're the one wearing a hat tonight, why don't you go ahead and take that bad boy off? Let's do it. And let's draw from the bowl. All right. I've got the names. I hope you can hear that. In the magical Lagunitas hat. In the Lagunitas hat. Not sponsored yet, but we will gladly take it. Oh my god, please. <laughs> Let me mix it up a little bit with the hand. I'm not looking. There is no... Wait, did I drop one? Nope. Nope, we're safe. We're so fair. The fairest of the fair. Alright, let's see who wins themselves either a creepy campfire podcast t-shirt. T-shirt or, or mug. Or camping mug. Is it, is it weird that I'm nervous to draw it? <laughs> Because we might have to get information from somebody we don't know. Sarge's Paranormal 1111. 1111. Okay. Sarge, congratulations. Sarge's Paranormal. Sarge, if you're listening, um, we're going to DM you. Yeah. <laughs> and let you know you won. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan's going to. Yeah, I'll hit you up on uh, Facebook or on um, Instagram. And I think we're gonna. I think we should probably do this every so often, maybe around Christmas for a little Christmas gift, and mm-hmm. maybe things like that. Yeah. So keep listening, hang around till the end of the episodes because that's when we're going to announce these kind of things. Um, Jordan, where can they reach us at? They can hit us up at creepycampfirepodcast@gmail.com. At gmail.com. You can find us um, on Instagram at Creepy Campfire Podcast. That's right. We now have a Patreon, Patreon slash Creepy Campfire Podcast. Um, we got extra content going up on there right now. It's mm-hmm. fun. We got a few tiers for you to pick from, uh, $1, $3, and $10. Um, at that $3 level, you get all the bonus episodes. Yeah. So we, we are not trying to gouge you guys. We just want to give you some bonus content for not too much money. As everyone else says, like, at the price of a cup of coffee. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's less than coffee nowadays. <laughs> tell, tell, depending on where you're going. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so next episode, I think we probably, I think we'll do our Urban Legends next. Mm-hmm. It's been a little bit, and we had a, we had a suggestion um, from our, our listener, Alex, and I think we're going to hit, hit Tennessee, specifically Eastern Tennessee next time. Definitely. And then after that, I got a episode of my own in the works. It should be pretty good, but it's going to be a, a lot of research. Yeah. So. We got a couple weeks. Absolutely. So, I think that about wraps it up for this one. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Moses Family Jerky. Moses. Uh, that's right. So, uh, Creepy Camp, or I'm sorry, Creepy 10 is the discount go- code and get you 10% off your order. Um, little kickback to us. We appreciate the support. Bigfoot's asleep over there. We're still waiting on him to open up his, his time riff back, but I guess me and Jordan will just take the chainsaw and fashion us a cabin while we wait. Yeah. We will make it out of here. But Promise. no matter what. Remember, everybody, stay Stay toasty. toasty.